परम सदगुरु श्री गजानन महाराज रिफर टू एज श्री और परम सदगुरु बाई हिज काउंटलेस डिवोटीज स्प्रेड ऑल ओवर द वर्ल्ड वॉज बॉर्न ऑन द सेवेंटीन ऑफ मे नाइनटीन एटीन इन द टाउन ऑफ खरकपुर नियर कोलकाता इंडिया ही बिलोंग टू द श्री स्वामी समर्थ महाराज लीनियज ऑफ मास्टर्स कंसिडर्ड टू बी ऑफ द मोस्ट एंशियंट ऑर्डर श्री सेट दैट द आंसर्स टू द क्वेश्चन दैट वी हैव बिन पॉन्डरिंग ऑन लाई इन द टीचिंग वाइज वैदिक ऋषिज द फर्स्ट टाइम when someone asked such questions and found true answers was many millennia ago they were the vedic rishis the rishi or the seekers or seers is the first and foremost people to ask these questions and receive divine wisdom as answers they have documented these answers in what is today known as the vedas the vedas are said to be the most ancient source of documented knowledge known to man the word veda comes from the sanskrit root vid which means to know veda means pure knowledge or true wisdom the vedas are arranged in the form of mantras or hymns revelations of vedic mantras were revealed to different rishis and they were associated with the families disciples and schools of these rishis the rishis preserved and propagated them it was a floating mass of knowledge spread across various schools of learnings called gurukulams the great seer maharishi vyasa compiled these mantras following various criteria into four different groups thus from the vast ocean of knowledge four vedas were compiled this activity of compilation classification and editing was undertaken for the sake of convenience and facilitation of learning the four texts of the vedas are rigveda yajurveda samaveda and atharvaveda they are also referred to as ishwar nishwasit which means that they are the very breath of the lord and are considered to be a purusheya which means not created by any human or as revealed knowledge several words from other languages of the world such as oida in greek videre in latin vision in german and wit or wisdom in english are etymologically close to the word veda veda means knowledge all knowledge and it is of course vast and unfathomable in its scope and application that is why this knowledge is referred to as anadi something with no beginning ananta endless and nitya meaning eternal the vedas are composed largely in the form of poetry they can be segregated in three categories gnana meaning knowledge and sciences karma meaning actions and processes and upasana meaning prayers and philosophy the chanting or recitation of these hymns is done in specific meters gayatri Trishtub, Anushtub, Jagati, Bruhati, and Ushnik. Vedas were revealed to the rishis in an ancient language called Sanskrit. There are similarities in the Sanskrit words to many popular modern languages. Sanskrit is also called Devavani, meaning language of the gods. The sages or scholars to whom the knowledge was revealed were called as drashtas or the ones who saw or received the knowledge. when they were in the state of deep meditation or samadhi the rishis pondered on many aspects of this expansive universe in the state of deep meditation and the solution or explanation dawned upon them with divine grace they say that given the enormity of the solution and the extension of its application they feel that the origin of the solution was given to them by a higher intellect the creator that we may call as god almighty The rishi said that as they had received the knowledge from the universe and that they themselves cannot be attributed 
to be creators or innovators of this information, they wish to take no credit for it. They assigned the Vedas solely to Prajapati, the one out of which everything was created. They felt that the solution and the knowledge of the Vedas was too valuable to be attributed to human or be considered as conceived by human mind. They knew it as a revelation to the various rishis in their meditation by an intelligent source yet to be fully understood by mankind. The Vedas contain valuable information covering various aspects of the universe. The rishis studied and catalogued the knowledge in totality and passed it on to their students who continued the tradition and would pass it on to their students. This became our ancient system of learning and education. It is called the Gurukula system or residential schools where the disciples stayed with the gurus till they had successfully learned the syllabus their gurus had marked out for each of them. The Vedas consist of mantras and the precision and flawlessness of their pronunciation has been preserved through great effort by the guru-disciple tradition. The Vedas were an oral tradition and were never written down until much later in time. The student had to understand and learn by heart the entire text or Samhita during the course of his or her education. To facilitate this, the composition of the hymn was also very meticulously planned. Many rules and laws of the Sanskrit language were used to minimize the amount of words to be used to describe a phenomenon in a hymn. And it was very seldom repeated again in the text. The pupil had to learn these rules along with the implied meaning or bhavartha from their own guru. The hymns, when translated today, based on the literal apparent meaning, give a very different meaning as the implied meaning is not taken into consideration. For example, the hymn depicting the Agni or fire, when translated based on its literal meaning, says that fire is a creature that looks like a bull that has four horns, three legs, two mouths and seven arms and it is bound by three ropes. Now this is a metaphorical representation of the element fire and probably not the way fire was perceived. Param Sadguru gave us the implied meaning which says the representation of fire in Vedas is the fire that is used for Yadnyas or Divya Agni. So the description of fire element is also done using the metaphors from the same science. So we can understand the meaning as the horns are representing the four Vedas, Karma, Jnana and Upasana, the three sections of the Vedas are its legs, the transitional moments of sunrise and sunset at which the Yajna is to be performed are its two mouths, the three types of fire that are used in large Yajnas and extended versions of Agnihotra are the three ropes that bind it or are holding it down. Look at the above two translations of the same hymn. Notice the difference? The earlier version just focuses on the apparent translated meaning and the second one gives us a much clearer, insightful explanation of the text. The metaphorical depiction of the scientific process helps in remembering the most essential parts of the process. In this hymn, the association of the process of Yadnya and the important role fire plays in it is established beautifully. The central teachings of the Vedas as per Paramsat Guru is Mahyusi, which means do not hurt, not by action, neither by speech, nor by thought. Do not hurt anybody or anything as everything is part of the same universal consciousness that makes up our own being.